Hello, hello. Welcome, everybody. Also, hello, everyone on stream. Let's see. Let's make sure the Twitch is actually recording. Yeah. Uh, I think I am running this whole shebang here today. So, welcome to Nerdentity Crisis, your weekly nerdy podcast where we talk video games, news, board games, pretty dark trivia, and Genshin Impact. Uh, I'm your host for today, for some reason, uh, Lieutenant Commander Josh Huffman. Uh, with me, I have Head of Security and Partying, Justin Pickvance. Uh, Pink Lemonade, so, so fucking good. Um, we have our Chief Chef Extraordinaire and, uh, Captain of the Mess Hall, Adam Lovar. Uh, no, only one of us is allowed to party. Uh, uh, and captain of the USS Nerdentity, Ryan Bai. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm realizing a couple of issues. Um, I forgot to invite the recording bot. So that entire intro is worthless. Yeah, let me see. Ah, you could just pull it from Twitch. Uh whatever whatever first time we're not none of us are very good our first time let's let's be honest uh uh hi how's everyone uh, doing this fine evening I I didn't spend like 12 hours in a bakery so I like I I feel like yes I feel like yes See I like baking as a hobby but uh, being forced to do it for my livelihood, I don't know if that's, like, the same caliber, you know? Uh... Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. If there's, like, a, like, a, I'm, you know, down a barrel, then uh, I'll bake the shit out of some bread and some sugar cookies or whatever. And we're probably Thanksgiving, where, like, dinner rolls, probably it's, like, dinner rolls galore for the next month. Um... Hmm. Like Christmas trees and shit. Especially because 
frosted cookies are garbage. Um, <laughs> frosting is just so gross. So gross. Uh, also, the reason people pay for it is because they are wildly lazy. Um, like, I, I don't buy a baked good because it's better. Because I could make really good I can make really good, you know, cupcakes or brownies or whatever, but it, I don't have to do any of that. That's the, that's the reason, you know, that's why. I would be willing to bet that y'all don't use like the best ingredients physically possible. When I bake something, I'm buying like, the expensive bread flowers, like the most expensive, like chocolate, you know, I'm buying the best of the best for everything because I only bake like twice a year. So. Yeah. Yeah. The word Hershey's, you lost me. Uh, but. Anyhow, besides talking, uh, We'll actually, we'll get into that a little bit later, but uh, most Hershey's things can't even be called chocolate in the U.S. Uh, it is a chocolate-flavored product. Um, but I love cheese-flavored products like uh, Kraft Singles, so, you know, whatever. flavored like Mexicans. Uh, uh, I have always heard it referred to as a um, uh, X-Lax. It is uh, X-Lax flavored food. Um, but uh, anywho, let's uh, move on as we always do to a question from Jacob. Hi, Jacob. Uh, say werewolves existed. Okay, werewolves existed. Boop, boom. Uh, yeah, whatever. Uh, I'm gonna just, you know, wing this here. So, uh, how much would that, your life change? See, but I'm the captain now. Like, could, should I, should I just, like, go full... Full chaos. I don't know if you guys noticed, but that's the name on Twitch. Look at me. I'm the captain now. Uh, uh, okay, Adam, as tradition dictates, you're a resident foodie. Uh, let's, uh, let's talk about werewolves. Is there a company actively making silver bullets? Because you would think that there's, like, some fringe, like, 
Venn diagram of like people who actually still believe that werewolves exist and are willing to spend Well, no, and And I mean But I'm but I'm curious like if there's like a like a brand that's like marketed towards the werewolf aficionado, you know? <laughs> damn it, damn it. Um I kinda want one now. And then I'm gonna get like engraved like little crosses, you know, that that way I can kill some vampires too. Um just exactly. Cover the gambit. Yeah. It's like a musket balls. Yeah. I mean, in the middle of winter, it's like night at 4.30 p.m., so... Um, might be hard, like, driving home. Watch out for werewolves on the highway. Um, how about you, Justin? No. Yeah. Let's let's see if uh if uh the mixer is fucked. I just turned on the audio on the stream and yeah, I can hear me, but I can't hear y'all, which means that Streamlabs is fucked. <sighs> Bad. Let's see. Does this work? Test, test, test. Say something. more. Uh, you need more orange C in your diet. Vitamin C. It's a little bit orange. You need more orange C in your diet. Vitamin C. Okay, I can hear you through the stream. Thanks, Cam. I don't know what happened there, but all of none of that was recorded. You only heard me. All of that. Uh, no, everything so far. Yeah, cool. everything. Everything. Oh, okay. All right. So for our It'll audio listeners, for YouTube. Um, fuck all y'all. Uh, I guess <laughs> up up to this point. Um, so if he does the monkey without the hands over the eyes, ears, or mouth, does that mean that the monkey's fine and can hear, see, and speak evil? And uh, that monkey is a straight Satan worshiper. Um, it's it's all about the evil. It's okay. Um, evil incarnate. Uh, 
that was interesting. Uh, Burns with the fire of a thousand suns. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So recap on what we missed. Um, rambling. And then uh, Adam's buying silver bullets. That's, that's pretty much it. Uh, <laughs> you caught up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry so about that. If werewolves existed, how much would my life change? Again, it depends on what kind of werewolves are we talking about. If it's like, um, what's that Netflix movie or show? Hemlock Grove. Hemlock Grove. If it was like those, I'd be a lot more terrified than if it's like the... um, God, I'm forgetting the name of the show. But anyways, where when they're not werewolves, they're pretty normal and they have an idea what's going on. So I think that depends. I also think it depends on how well known the issue is, because if we're being serious, knowing our government, they likely would eradicate and or control any mutations such as this. So I don't know how much it would honestly change our lives, but who knows? Um And kind of to Adam's point, now that I'm not doing a whole lot, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't think it would affect my life too much. But again, there's, there's a lot of variables here. I might run. try to go get bit. Mm-hmm. To be honest, <laughs> to be to become one. Yeah, I feel like that would just be wildly inconvenient. Like you got to plan your day around that. You know, one, like, oh, one it's a full moon. Day a month ish. Like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah but, but I would just move to like a small village in Brazil or something and then just go ape shit on bad guys every once a month. I think that really depends on the type of werewolf. Yeah, like, like you if you're just like mindless kill everything werewolf, like, I don't know that you got a choice. <laughs> Yeah, but if I know I'm going to turn and I go position myself right next to their camp and just <laughs> lay down in the bushes, and then when I turn, they're the closest food. Huh. It happens. And then they're going to start carrying silver bullets, crosses, shit. <laughs> uh, Ryan, what'd you got? I'm kind of on Adams. Like, it's one day a year. Like, just do werewolves what, have one day sorry, a year? Sorry, that's not what I meant. It's <laughs> one, it's really like it's not going to affect your life other than one day when the moon is full. I mean, that's it. So you have like, if werewolves don't have opposable thumbs, just fucking stay in your house. Like, who cares? Like, you'll be fine. I'm not even going to worry about buying silver bullets. Like. Just don't go outside, and then you're well, good. And I feel like there'd probably be things built into, like, home code. You're like, oh, yeah. your first level, this isn't werewolf-proof. You know, you're, right. you're going to need to get this fixed before you can buy the house, or, you know, the appraisal isn't going to go through as, like, it should. And, like, it's just going to be built, like, building code. Like, it's hurricane-proof. It's werewolf-proof. Like, right. I don't know. Some bullshit shutters that are, like you know, tin, but you know, Hey, it passes code. So <laughs> yeah, I don't. And to Justin's point too, are you telling me the U S government wouldn't just fucking eradicate everybody who's a werewolf? Like goodbye. So 
I'm not worried. I wouldn't be worried at all. My life would not change hardly in the slightest. That's my answer. I feel as if most world governments are way too inept to completely do that. Uh, but, you know, that's just me. For me, I think um, things would get a lot easier if there was werewolves for me. Because uh, I would have been dead long, long time ago. I just, they would have got me. They would have got me early. I mean, it's like a zombie <laughs> apocalypse. I just am too uh, lazy. You know, I'll slip up and forget to lock my door one day. Game over. Or I'd be like out. You know, I do most of my grocery shopping at like midnight. Uh, or I guess I did when stores were still open in the evenings. And, uh, yeah, I would just be like driving home, like forget that werewolves exist and uh, forget it's a full full moon and game over. So it could be a lot easier for me. Um, but I also like, I don't know, wouldn't have lived past the age of like 10. So pros, pros and cons, you know, um, but yeah. <laughs> now I still want need to find I'm gonna buy me some silver bullets, just just to say that I own them. Uh, I don't. Even, I don't even have a gun. Like, <laughs> you just want I, the bullet. I just want the silver bullets. I've got them. Uh, anywho, what are we playing now? Uh, we'll go with Ryan. You for? Oh no! Yeah, uh, and you're gonna have a very probably long uh, description. We all know, Ryan. We all we all know what's gonna long. happen. Justin, you go first. Long. So, um, I've been playing a stupid amount of Shatterline, hmm. uh, the free-to-play shooter. Um, it's got a good PvE mode, but I've been really, really digging the PvP mode. And the game right before I hopped over here, I got my first kill cam. So they do like a play of the game, and I had like five kills on screen, and then I was I killed two more after it. But I just I was killing for so long it ran out of time so that was pretty badass but it's just a solid shooter this for a free-to-play game i'm honestly impressed with how good it is and then if you do like the pve stuff it's only three player but like you jeremy and leif i bet would have a ton of fun with it ryan interesting okay the PvE yeah stuff the is pve is fun. super fun i really liked it okay um and again free-to-play so if you guys are ever looking for a game you can't hurt to try it out. Um, I picked up Sunday Assassin's Creed Origins again. I would like to, now that I got my computer back up and running, as you can see, yeah, if it feels really good, not going to lie. Um, I sadly had to throw a bit of money at it to make it work, but here we are. And uh, played a tiny bit of Cyberpunk just to see what it looked like on the computer, which was beautiful. Uh, the downside is, is my save was from 2020, and I have no idea what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> uh, so I loaded that save, and like, I was in the... Have you guys all played? Nope. I was in the, like, the Badlands or the desert or whatever, oh, yeah. outside the city. And it looks like I just finished a mission because there were a bunch of dead bodies around me. And I loaded up with my claws out. My, those blades, you know, the mantis blades. Yeah, the mantis blades. And all of my, um, 
um, like talents and everything were reset. So I don't know if a patch reset everything, but mm-hmm. I had I have to reset everything, and I don't even know what I was doing. So I'm just a bit overwhelmed. I ended up looking uh, through the controls to figure out what the controls even were. I called my car. I had a fairly good amount of money, so I looked through my quests and saw a quest to buy cars, and I picked out the coolest, uh, most expensive Badlands off-road vehicle, and I went and bought that, and then I did a mission where I ended up killing the people that I took this briefcase from for basically no reason, got into a fight with some cops, ran, and then I was overwhelmed again. So that was as far as I got on that. And then I played more Grounded with Adam, and I will let him speak to Grounded. Cool. Good transition. <laughs> Go ahead, Adam. We, we done beat Grounded. Done beat it. Yeah, we we uh we got all the way through it. How was it? Yeah. How was it? How was the ending? It was it was very good. I thought, and we like even did a bunch of optional sort of things before we did the quote unquote ending, and apparently got the good ending. Apparently, there's multiple endings, and we got the good one. Apparently, so nice. Yeah, it was a really good game. It was, I thought, for a survival game. I mean, Justin, we don't typically get all the way through them sometimes, but this one we were like determined to beat it, and we did. We beat it. It felt really good. It felt so good. Felt really. Was there good. like was there like a final boss? Like you fought a hornet or something? Uh, so, no spoilers, I guess. But okay, I mean, what there was one two. Reasons, yeah, go ahead. One of the reasons that we got the good ending was we did choose to go after a particular boss that I guess okay. you don't have to do to yeah. do the final ending. It took us three attempts, died two times. Well, the second time was so demoralizing. He was so close to dying, but fuck it. But we did it a third time and we beat him. Is there a downside yeah. to dying? Like, do you lose your shit or... It's just really frustrating in your stuff. There's durability loss, so your mm-hmm. stuff can eventually break, but you just use materials to repair it. It's not like it's broke forever, but... But you drop everything except for the item you had equipped in your armor. <clears throat> so you gotta so go you have to run get back, your shit. Which, for this particular boss... Man, you have to keep you, doing the boss, yeah, essentially. Yeah, you get there, there's no exit. <clears throat> Yeah. So we just basically, once we started it the first time, we just started. And when we died, we would or lose all your did. shit. <laughs> kind of like the dropping, final. dropping your souls in the boss room. You're like, I either get those souls back and defeat the boss, or I just they're gone to but me. But it's forever. not even that. Uh, it's like you lose all of your like tier three equipment, like hmm. the stuff you had. Like it's not just losing your souls. It's like. It's losing a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah, and uh, it was kind of funny because on the final try, we brought stuff to make a lean-to, so we set our respawns outside so that if it happened again, we could get there quicker, and then we beat it, so we didn't even need it this time. Yeah. <laughs> but then one of the, the one of the bosses... To build it. One of the bosses we did, we did on the first try. Yep. That was fun. And then 
<clears throat> the one that we thought was going to be the hardest, which was pretty tricky the first time, but we just didn't know what to expect. I thought the second time around, we we crushed it with a little bit of luck from the mantis to or the mant for to help us. But yeah, yeah, it felt really good to beat that. So then Adam and I were looking through our list of what other survival games we have that we could go back that are now like out of our early access and are beatable. So there's a couple that we've thought about, but right now I'm just enjoying Shatterline. Yeah. There you go. Uh, but then, I basically yeah. uninstalled after we beat it. And <laughs> before we get in here, I see on Steam pop up Adam playing Grounded. Yeah, I'm still playing it a little bit. <laughs> like Kat, Kat and I played it Sunday, and I was telling Justin today, like, I found something just Sunday that we never found in our playthrough. So, like, there's still stuff to find in the backyard. It's it's pretty cool how dense and interesting that game is. But other than that, I've been playing Stalker a lot just because, god damn it, I want Stalker 2 to come out so goddamn bad. But I don't know. I think that was really about it. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go, and then you can have the floor, Ryan. Uh, I played some Genshin. Uh, that's uh, pretty much it from uh, video game-wise. I did play uh, a couple of board games since the last time uh, we recorded, such as uh, Vampire the Masquerade Rivals with Justin um, played that both physically and on tabletop simulator. Um, although we ha- we didn't finish that game, we still need to do that. But um, and then I played another board game, but I'm going to leave that for my pick of the week. So you'll you'll get to hear about it then. Is that in person? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I'm assuming I know what it was. I don't know that I told you, and I don't know. I didn't play it with you. So may, maybe? Ooh. I was guessing one of the single player. I wanted single player ones. And yeah, so it does have a single player variant. Um, but it's not. People. Uh, yeah, yeah, Tyler came over. Uh, but it's not. Uh, so a game that I got that I'm really excited to play is called uh, Don't Look Back is like a, a horror uh, 90s slasher um, skirmish game. Uh, that is not the game that I played. I still need to uh, still need to finish on the building the uh, the um, little killer here. Uh, I 3D printed some additional weapons for him. And then there's like the the like teenagers that uh, are getting murdered. Um, I'm also working on, I bought some tile, like 12 by 12 tiles uh, that I'm turning into terrain tiles so that I can rearrange them and uh, make some cool shit out of that. So I bought seven lifetime supply of grout uh, that I, (laughs) I have way too much grout now uh, for, for dirt and whatever. And, uh, laser cut some stuff and then I got I 3D printed some open lock connectors to 
make all of the terrain magnet together if I want it to. But, um, so I'm spending a lot of time, effort, and money into a game I have yet to play, as is per tradition. Uh, but don't look back. It seems super cool. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but that is not the game I played. I, I haven't, I haven't assembled it yet. Uh, me? You are up, sir. Okay, so first, uh, I told myself I was going to beat Gotham Knights before the game I've been playing the most came out, and instead I just uninstalled it. It is a really bad game. Like, it's it's real bad. Uh, I know last time we recorded, I said it was the most average game I've ever played. It's I downgraded it. It's not a good game. It's really I would not purchase this one. Like even on a deep sale, I don't think I'd purchase this one. So uh that just went away. So you'll never hear me talk about Gotham Knights again. Um I'm curious what made it downgrade. It's just like the combat is so terrible. And I just got to the point where it was like I'm not gonna keep doing this over and over and over again where you just like run into a room fight a bunch of the same guys run into another room fight a bunch of the same guys i'm like i'm not doing it and like trying to upgrade my equipment so that i can do side missions i was like i don't care like the story was okay it told an okay story because i love the court of owls but it it's just bad it's not a good game it's really not a good game um yeah, I wouldn't like here's did I talk about the fast travel system last time? I can't remember. If you do, so, I don't remember. So Okay. So getting around in the city, the best way to do it is using the bat cycle. And the bat cycle's slow as fuck. Like it is not fun to drive. You get passed by like taxis are like driving just as fast as you are. And I'm like, ah, this is not fun. So eventually you get to a point where you can fast travel, unlock fast travel points. And the way to unlock fast travel points uh, is there's like these drones in the sky around the fast travel point, And you have to scan them so they don't shoot down the bat wing and like turn them over to the good side or whatever, which consists of finding, watching this slow ass flying drone figuring out when it gets close to a building, grappling up to that building, waiting for it to come back around and scan it. Or there's another one that are shielded and you can't scan them if they're in the air. You have to wait until they land in their docking station. So you just find the docking station and then you just go stand by it and you just wait for this drone to fly down into the dock and then you can scan it. And you have to do that multiple times across the entire map and i'm like whose idea was this who's who was like this is how we're gonna do fast travel and somebody was like that's a perfect idea get on it like i just don't understand uh it's just it's a bad game man what do you want like a horse that you walk up to and be like get me to this spot (laughs) like uh, i don't know just like uh gotham knight did or arkham knight did the batmobile was fun to drive dude that was fun as fuck uh i'll take that any day so i don't it's just not a good game man it's just really not a good game. i guess when i think of fast travel i think of like teleporting you to a location well yeah that's what it is eventually like if you so it's not just a quicker way to travel 
which okay. is what you were describing with like the motorcycle or whatever. Oh yeah, no, it's fast travel. You click a point on the map and then you go. You can you, the bat wing drops you. And so it's so, the drone thing just to unlock the location. To unlock the fast travel, yeah. Okay, that's and not it's like, the worst thing in the world. I was thinking you had to do that say, every like, single time, and I'm like, um, <clears throat> Jesus Christ! Play it, play it, and tell me it's not the worst thing in the world. It's fucking. I'm terrible. not saying it's good. I'm just. Yeah, I was thinking. Bad. I was thinking you meant you had to do that every time you wanted oh, to fast no, no, travel. No, no. Okay, and that I'm, would be awful. Yeah, would like, <laughs> yeah, like, that would have been real bad. Thing. The yeah. second time I would have uninstalled. I mean, that game. It, I, I, I wasn't any different from like Assassin's Creed, like going up to the spot and like. But finding that, the like circle around, like I mean, you you have to do something Assassin's to like, Creed, unlock it. I all you gotta know. do is just climb to the top of a building and hit a button. That's yeah, Assassin's but Creed. sometimes towards the end, there's a lot of jumping puzzles and it gets a little tricky towards the end. I, don't I know. will like I will take just, that over what Gotham Knights did any day. At and least with I, Assassin's Creed's like jump puzzle, you're actively doing something as opposed yeah, to just like just sitting there waiting. And that's fine. I'm saying it's the same sort of thing. Like you can't critique the fact that you have to do that, but if it's just like a mundane sitting there waiting for something to happen, like I get it. Like I understand yeah. that. It's but. just the whole game's not good, man. It's really not good. Like they went the destiny route of improving your gear where you just find all this arbitrary shit and it's not good. It's really bad. So I uninstalled it. Uh, I'm playing Plague Tale Innocence still, trying to get through that, because I really want to play Plague Tale Requiem. Uh, Innocence is very good. Then, I have a game I want to recommend to all three of you uh, called Into the Breach. Uh, I got it on my Switch. I got it on the Switch. I think it's 20 bucks. It's really good, dude. Like, simple and strategic at the same time. Uh, basically it's simple in the fact that you have three units that's it and your three units drop onto this small grid and you have to fight off waves of aliens with just your three units that's all you get it's the same people that did uh, faster than light right I I have no idea yeah subset I think yes subset games yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I've like I've no I I've played this game years ago. Into the Breach been, you did? Yeah, yeah. Super good game. I just discovered it. It was on a sale on the Switch. Very good. Like surprisingly good. Um, but it's one you can just like pick up for 10, 15 minutes, set it down, come back. Like it's not something you need to grind or whatever. Really good game. So Did you ever um, play Faster Than Light? Mm-mm. I never even oh, heard of it. You you should play that then. If you enjoyed this, it's a little bit different. It's kind of like a ship management sort of game where you've okay. got like sectors and of the ship and like you can get attacked and there's a lot of like RNG involved in it. But uh no, Into the Breach is super good. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I love Into the Breach. I remember a really good time. And like I said, I just like if I go up to bed. I'll just turn on my switch for 15 minutes, play until I die. And then, okay, I'll try again tomorrow. Like really good. It's really good. So, um, but the game I've been playing the most is a little indie title. You might've heard of called God of war Ragnarok. Indie Uh, indie title. (laughs) It is. It might be the best game I've ever played. Now note, I'm not saying it's my favorite game I've ever played, 
but it might be the best game ever made, in my opinion. Um, just fucking incredible. And unfortunately, I'm not going to talk as long as you guys think I am, because it is so spoiler-filled. I cannot talk about the story, like hardly at all, because I'll spoil the, the ever-living shit out of 2018 God of War, because it's just a direct continuation. So there's not a whole lot I can talk about as far as story goes, but it is checking every box. Like, gameplay-wise, the combat's even more brutal than the last game. Um, Kratos, I cannot believe the Kratos we started with, with the original trilogy, which was just rip everything a new asshole and fuck who cares about anything else to the Kratos we have now who's like a dad who loves his son and like it's just incredible that journey that dude's been on and like actually has the depth. thing I like what's that actually has depth of a character yeah he has like... depth oh my god but and the thing I like about it too can, is like can we really say that the like first three plays like God of Wars really have any tangent to the last God of War like I feel uh, like it is. I feel like it's a new retelling of the story. It's, it's a reinvention for sure. Yeah, but, because I like we like the first one, two, and three. Like God of War is like it's his. Yeah, I understand his wife dies, his kid dies, Ash, whatever. Like there is no like character development no, with those not. with those at all. Right. So like the fact that they he they come back with him now the the Norse in like having a kid like. That is definitely a new retelling. Oh, like absolutely. I don't think they're attached at all. But what I love about it short is short of the name. <laughs> right. Like, but yeah. what I love about it is they're not pretending that those three games didn't existed. Like it's still very much a part of who Kratos is now. Like all the shit he went through. Like for example, I mean, I don't think this is a spoiler. If you know what Ragnarok is, if you saw Thor Ragnarok, if you saw that movie, you know what Ragnarok is. But it's basically like the Armageddon of the Norse what version is, is what yeah, it is, yeah. right? Um, so like there are certain characters in the game that want to go to war with Odin that are like, it's time to take Asgard down. We have to go to war with Odin, take on Thor. And Kratos is the one who's going, you don't understand what you're asking for. You have no idea what you're getting yourself into. War is not the answer. Like, whereas old Kratos was like, I'm going to fucking kill everybody. And like, now you have this new Kratos who's seen some shit. And he's like, you don't understand. I've been down this road. I know what this entails. You do not want to do this. Um, so that's incredible. And I fucking, I love his character arc. I love how he's grown. Um, but yeah, the combat's incredible. I, I mean, it's not a perfect game. Like, the menu system's very clunky, which is a problem I had in the first game. Um, just, like, way too much going on. And, like, certain things to equip and upgrade. And I don't know. And the menu system's really clunky. And then the I got one other gripe, but that's a spoiler, so I can't really talk about that either. Um, all I can say is, man, this is, like, it makes me feel like the first time I played The Last of Us of like this is this is something different. Like this is this is fucking incredible. So if I were gonna play it, what would I need to play first? Twenty eighteen's got a war. That's it? Yeah. I would I mean the original they have mentions to the original trilogy, so they talk about it, but it's not like something you have to play, I don't think. 
very yeah. different games. The new Unless one he's talking about what him PS5. like fighting Zeus and like I yeah. mean, what sort of mentions. Oh, so all, yeah, there all be? you have to know about uh, the original God of War is Kratos kills every god. That's what you need to know. He killed Ares to become the god of the war, god of obviously. War. Yeah. And then later on kills Zeus. Everybody Zeus because, because I guess. Yeah. And then like a couple other like Greek gods, like yeah. just because. So he goes he goes after the rest because he has a half brother named D- Dimitri Dimit I can't remember what his half brother's name was. But Zeus kind of pits him against each or other. something like that, yeah. Yeah. But Zeus puts them together, together and doesn't tell them that they're half brothers. And anyways, I don't want to spoil the old God of War either. So, so that's um, the 2022 one. No, 2022 or, is the one I'm playing now. PC. Oh yeah, PC 2022. Yeah. So yeah, there's mentions to the old game, but I would, and then there's there's really one moment in the game where I'm glad I played the original trilogy, but I don't. And I don't think that's a spoiler either. Can I say that? I think I can say that. Yeah, I'm gonna say it. I think. Yeah, I I know, but I think this is safe. But remember when I talked about having oh shit moments in game, where it's just like goosebumps. Holy shit, is this really happening? So 2018's God of War is, uh, for reasons I'm not gonna get into for spoilers. He his Leviathan axe, which is an incredible weapon. It's like Thor's hammer, but it's an axe. But uh, he can't use it to go up against certain enemies. So he's like, I have to go back. And I'm like, oh shit, he's gonna do it. And he like goes back to his house, and you see him wrapping the chains around his arms. I was like, oh shit, Blades of Chaos. And like, yeah. So then he gets the Blades of Chaos out. That that was the only reason I was like, I'm really glad I played the original game. But otherwise, because you understand where yeah, that you understand weapon that come means. from and like yeah. what that means. Because yeah, of that, him putting that back on yeah. again. Um. So that was my gripe with the first one. Is like he didn't have them. He's got oh, this he fucking sure axe, does. and he's like. Yeah, the best part of fucking one, two, and three is this swinging right. fucking chain yep. blade things. <laughs> yeah, they they pop into the game about not a little before halfway through. He goes back and gets mm. them. Um, but yeah, just the story of Kratos and Atreus, man. Like, oh my god, it's so good. I can't even. I can't. Like, it's interesting because like Horizon Forbidden West is a game I was really looking forward to this year, and it was a good game. Don't get me wrong, I really liked my time with it. But as I was playing it, I was like, it just feels like more Horizon. You know what I mean? Like, it's just another Horizon game. This feels like something different. This feels like just a step up from the original game that I was not expecting. Um, And I cannot wait to see where it goes. I have a feeling I'm going to be bawling my eyes out at the end credits. Like, shit's about to go down. Like, it's going to get rough. So a lot of people are going to die. But yeah, I I can't. Huh? I'm probably going to have to wait years before it comes out on PC, aren't I? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah, you will. Yeah, because unless only came out Sony on PS5. decides to be, unless Sony decides to be good people, but they probably won't. So, <coughs> but uh, anyways, I can't talk about the story anymore. So that's all no. I'm going to say. But uh, just a remarkable game, remarkable, remarkable game. From art direction to acting to music to gameplay, storytelling, all of it's just fucking. Is incredible. it all one shot so far? Right? Yeah, Ryan. it is. Yep, fuck yeah, it is, dude. <laughs> like, god damn, it's good. So, 
Um, well, I look forward yeah. to it in 2027 when it yeah, comes to PC. Right. Uh, when you, you get into, when you get in a humble bundle <laughs> and then yeah. never play it. Yeah, yeah. I look forward to installing it and never actually hitting play yeah. in Steam. Right. Uh, uh, did you ever play 2018's Josh? Nope. No. Okay. No. Fair enough. Which is interesting because, right. like, single player story driven is also my jam. So it like right. really should, but um, but I I never did. Fair enough. Yeah, I I recommend everybody at least try it. God, it's a fucking good game. It's on my wish um, list. I think right yeah. now on Steam. Yeah, definitely. So, anyways, that's all I got. That's what I've been playing. See, um, uh, why don't we move on to the news? Uh, number one, Sony has officially announced the release date and price point for the PSVR. The headset will launch February 22nd. It will be priced at 550 US dollars. Uh, pre-orders will go live November 15th. While everyone is focusing on the high price point, the bigger news that has flown under the radar is that Sony is taking pre-orders directly through the PlayStation Store, seemingly cutting out box store retailers. Retailers like Walmart, GameStop, Target, Best Buy, etc. will not have access to the initial launch. How do you feel about that, Ren? So, yeah. So, the website that I use to get most of our news is gamesindustry.biz. And it's interesting that they're the only one that reported on that tidbit of it. I thought that was interesting. Everybody, Every other website, like IGN, Kotaku, all this shit was just freaking out over the $550 which I honestly don't think is that high, if I'm being honest with you. Other than uh, no backwards compatibility is a little bit of a bitch. I don't, I didn't understand that one. Like, you can't play PSVR 1 games on the PSVR 2. I was like, huh, I don't, I don't know about that, Sony. But, uh, yeah, I think the more interesting part of the story is, like, GameStop, survives on being able to sell shit like this day one and they're not going to have access to it best buy which has been in financial trouble for quite some time now same thing walmart probably doesn't give a fuck they probably couldn't care less but uh or like amazon too probably doesn't give a shit um but i thought that was really interesting like it just feels like sony's putting themselves on this desert island and they keep doing it like, they're trying to open up a little bit of putting some shit on PC, finally. But it still feels like they're taking the Nintendo route a little bit of just, we're going to do our own thing, fuck everybody else. Um, which I think was really interesting. So, $550 price point, I'm not going to buy this, personally. But uh, if you look at, like, Oculus and Vives and kind of all the other shit that's out there, I don't is 550 that crazy? Like, it's I don't not, know. I don't think yeah. it is. That's what I was thinking too. Especially for what you're getting. You're getting like two OLED 4K screens for your eyes, in and out like tracking within the headset so you don't need the light sensors. Like it's got a lot of good technology going on for it, for what it is, especially for a plug and play with your your PS5 if you are lucky enough to have one. Uh, I just, that price point is actually pretty pretty decent you know if you're if you're getting a a entry level vr headset you know some of the like hp reeves and like 
some of the other ones, like you're going to be spending about 500 bucks anyway. So right. Right. it's, I think that's right about par for the course. Definitely. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm not, I'm not, I don't know if I'll ever be into VR, but uh, I'm not going to pick it's this It's becoming up. a lot more accessible, and right. I'm really excited about that. Right. Like The price points are dropping, and you're getting really good screen resolution without shuttering and stuff for like $500. Like You're getting closer to getting it ma- mainstream, and I'm excited about that. Yeah, definitely. Um, but anyways, those those are my thoughts on it, so if if uh that's your thing vr is your thing have fun go for it but i'm probably gonna pass but i thought the more interesting part of the story was sony probably pissing off their retail partners so just fuck everybody but that's what i got anything to add justin um i don't have a lot to add on the price i also am not shocked on that i mean all of the consoles are more. The original PSVR was 400 so adding $150 when you think about what is inside of it, that doesn't shock me. I mean, the fact that you don't... If anyone is getting uh, the PSVR 2 and they didn't ever use the PSVR, they don't even know how big of an upgrade a lot of these features are and how big of a pain in the ass a lot of the original ones were to deal with. So the price... Uh, to everyone else's point, I don't think is a big deal. Um, The flying under, or the piece that's flying under the radar with the pre-orders, I think, I mean, yes, it is likely pissing off the big box, but with the amount of trouble that they've gone through with the PS2 or PS5 release, (laughs) with scalpers and, you know, all of the other resellers, like, doing deals under the table and who's you know what i mean like there's a lot of shit that big box stores from a corporate perspective just can't control and this is their way to control them yeah so i don't think that it's necessarily a big deal especially for the initial launch like if they get them later when the uh quantity is the supply is more accessible as well than release them. But I think this is actually better for gamers because this is actually going to guarantee that, not, I guess guarantee what I can only guess that this will give you a better chance of actually getting one than you would have in the cutthroat environment that, say, the PS5 launch was. For sure. And so, I mean, realistically, in today's world, you're either bitching about one thing or you're bitching about another. So. It is what it is, but no, I don't think that either of these are uh, bad moves. Yeah. Yeah, I had the, the exact same thought as I'm like, the supply chain was disastrous for the PlayStation. I mean, it's still not amazing in some places. So, like, it doesn't it doesn't shock me that they're going to control uh, their output, because part of the issue is not only does... Sony needs to make the things and get the things and package them and whatever, but then they have to cart them off to wherever. And that just adds more complexity and more delay into the getting it to consumers when they could just say, okay, initially we're only going to have a million of these things. So we're just going to control the first million and then, uh, and then we'll, we'll start, you know, giving them out. Um, Cause 
uh, I think I think that's just going to be such a such a cleaner, such a more consistent way of handling, you know, the uh, the deployment of them. Um, I don't know that any of the retailers will really give a shit. In all honesty, like it just kind of is what it is. I, you know, if it was like, hey, this is a Best Buy exclusive, then of course Walmart and Amazon and GameStop would be fucking pissed. But selling it directly from Sony, I mean, I don't, I don't think that they care like a ton. With how the launch went for the PS5, they kind of did it to themselves. I feel like GameStop cares because I feel like GameStop's digging in couch cushions for like pennies. But the fact they're... that GameStop is still alive yeah, just right. blows my mind. Yeah. Right. It, it's like the sick dying horse that just <laughs> won't give it up. It just won't go. I bought this hat at GameStop a couple weeks ago. I went into a GameStop randomly. I've not been in a GameStop in like 10 years. But see, Josh, uh, I think that's the whole point of why GameStop is still around. It's all the tchotchkes and shit. Like, it's yeah. not the games. It's like the like Pop parents or and... grandparents coming in because like, my son's a gamer and he likes Sanic, you know? Like, they get him like some random <laughs> bullshit thing. Sanic. It's not about the game. Like, I don't know. You know, I don't know. It's It's... I think that's the only reason they're around because like there's plenty of times where I go in there. I'm like, Oh, there's a fucking really cool pop thing or there's a really cool like figure. Like I'm not there because of necessarily the game. Like sure. You're trying to find a a pre-owned game and you look at it and you're like, why is this pre-owned game? Like $45 when the new game is $50, like what the fuck? But it's all the other shit that that's the reason they're still around. Yeah, and I mean, I think that that they knew that as well when they bought like Think Geek, which still makes me sad because mm-hmm. that website had a bunch of I know dope right? things. I used on to it. love that website. Uh, oh, that's where I got my Xbox Series X was off Think Geek. They, really... they they like merge like a like video games etc., which is a local thing of ours plus like a hot topic. Yeah, that's so like... weird. <laughs> But I mean, am I wrong right. though? No, you're I mean, not wrong. like that's totally what it wrong. is. It's like yeah. all the shit out of like hot topic, but it's like the nerdy video game things, right. which is like a, f- a quarter of it already. So yeah. whatever. Yeah, and I mean, honestly, some of the like video game like statues, you know, like big statue replica things. That's the only place you can find them. Um, mm-hmm. So like, there they do have a lot of exclusives, which are kind of nice kind of nice as in uh i want to own them not that i want to pay for them most of the time but um but yeah so i you know i i could see that they probably care but i think to my point earlier i think if it was exclusive to one of their competitors i think they would care a lot more than it just being sold because i mean like oculus you could only get through facebook like you couldn't buy it through a retailer i don't know if that has changed even i don't know if any of you know like if you can buy from amazon or anything now but like um i mean also like this is video game related but you could only buy chromecast through google you know i so i think 
this is something that's pretty common with hardware retailers. Um, but it's odd in the video game world. You're on mute. But, uh, um, and you can get a Chromecast from pretty much anywhere now. Yeah. But yeah. I think it's just falls now with supply. It lets them control the initial sale and control the messaging around it. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm fine with it personally. Mm-hmm. I mean, what retailers around the world sold all of their stock off to scalpers and like Probably a good who, amount who allowed who allowed this to even happen is like they're the reason that we're in this boat so they can't uh, really be mad for the world they created i had to use a scalping bot to get my graphics card so like I had to give in the scalper tactics. Granted, I bought the one. I didn't, you know, I didn't didn't buy 50 of them and try to sell them. But, um, like, that's why I appreciate websites that are, like, requiring two-factor and requiring account age and actually trying to fight scalpers, uh, even if it means that they lose some money in the long run. Um, Because they... Walmart require that for buying a PS5? Oh hell no! They don't give a shit who their money like their money comes from as long as they get it. Um, but do you think they would actually like on an opening day let somebody walk out there with like ten PS5s? Though I doubt it. They Money's money. They don't give a fuck. Opening day. What's they that? Probably they probably sold it out of the back. Oh yeah, well, some shitty manager or something sold extras for extra money and that's how all of this starts i mean do y'all remember when people were hijacking trucks to like steal shipments of ps5s yeah, fast you remember that come on come on josh we're not that old so, <laughs> yeah VCR combos. uh i've not seen fast and furious, so i don't I, I don't know the reference but um uh, should we have a can we have a movie night uh, yeah, watch Fast and Furious. I have seen I one of the Fast we'll watch, and the Furious. We'll watch the first one and then watch Tokyo Drift because that's what's, like the. What's the wait, one where they that? like ramp Shut the up, car you know, you know, from like a skyscraper <laughs> in Mumbai or something? No, no, no. We'll watch the first one and we'll watch Tokyo Drift and that'll be fine. <laughs> the only thing I know fun? about Tokyo Drift is the soundtrack. Uh, do we have anything else to add here other than Fast and the Furious? No. no. All right. Go on to the second one. Uh, it appears Sony's fear of losing Call of Duty is well-founded, and Activision's newest entry in the decade-old series has surpassed $800 million in sales in its first five days, uh, the most since 2011's Modern Warfare 3. It also broke series records for most unique players and hours played. It definitely broke a billion, though, uh, since, this, oh, yeah. since you wrote this. It oh, broke yeah. a billion. Because it's what this was like a like week or so two, ago. Yeah, two weeks like ago. A week or so ago, we we broke a billion. But it's also really we... interesting re- reading your statement here because it's like it feels like I'm saying my opinion, and I'm like, this, this isn't my opinion. Uh, but uh, uh, just we'll start with you. What do you think? I'm not sure that. I can muster up enough uh, willpower to actually give a fuck. Um, I'm in the same boat. 
Just because it's Call of Duty? I mean, I've heard all the guys at work are gushing about it. Um, I think the Warzone 2 from all the gushing I've heard comes out tomorrow. But that's free, isn't it? The sixteenth, yeah, I think, is when it comes out. So Wednesday. Uh, but, so I mean, yeah, that's something that I will likely install. Um, but yep, <laughs> don't care. So I want to point out, I think uh, Activision's marketing campaign for this game was brilliant. Because they took something that's been the same since the beginning, and they came out firing. This is a new era of Call of Duty. This is where things turn. This is where things you've never seen before are going to happen. And stupid people bought into that shit, and they fucking bought this game in droves. Like, the most units sold since 2011's Modern Warfare 3, that's not nothing. Like... And it's the same game. It is the same game. But because... Uh, shit, I can't remember her name. The At the game Summer Game Fest, I remember Jeff Keighley was interviewing her or whatever, and she's like, oh yeah, this is... this is People have never seen Call of Duty like this before. This is going to be... This is going to be something different. And everybody's like, oh my god, it's going to be something different. And they bought the same game that they've played how many <laughs> fucking times. So I think that has a lot to do, lot to do with it, um, and this just kind of solidifies why Sony's shitting their pants of losing Call of Duty. Because I mean, say two hundred million of that was Sony. That's two hundred million dollars. You know what I mean? Like that's I don't know. So well, the kind of crazy thing is that Activision almost kicked itself in the face. Because think how much more and what other records they could have broke if they left it open to everyone. Well, it still is open to everyone now. But yeah. like 2025, yeah. they're going to quit. Yeah, whatever like that. it is, yeah. The so. weird thing is, why would they not wait until the deal is final to announce that? Like, it right. just seems so weird that they're like, hey, let's open up all of the conversations about monopolizing today while it's the right. deal is unfinalized instead of right. just waiting like a year. Just just wait. Uh, right. Maybe contract negotiations were required so they, they had to come out public with it um, because it was going to happen regardless. But it just seems, just wait. Just right. wait a year, you know? Um, so strange. But yeah, like I have a coworker uh, who works in a different department than me, but I'm friends with him on Xbox, and I saw immediately day one Call of Duty, and that's all he's been doing is Call of Duty. So that was during Call of Duty launched when I had COVID. So when I got back to work, I was like, "Man, I see you playing a lot of Call of Duty." He's like, "Oh my god, it's the best Call of Duty I've never played." And I'm like, "Okay, what is different about it than the other games?" Like, what is different about it than the last game? And he didn't have an answer. Like, he couldn't tell me. I'm like, that's because it's the same fucking game. You bought the same fucking game that you've been playing this whole time. Like, people who play Madden, you buy, you're you buying the same fucking game over and over and over and over again. I don't. It just blows my mind. But I don't That's That's a chunk of change, boys. That's a lot of money. So. Yeah. I mean, something that they do really well and, like, been having a ton of fun with Shatterline because, well, one, it's free to play, but the gunplay is just so smooth, and that's something Call of Duty can also claim. 
Yeah. Oh, for sure. The amount of different guns and like you have all the progressions to unlock stuff. So it has things that just trigger that. Those. I don't know. Some endorphins when you unlock stuff, yeah. and yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, nobody's buying it expecting it to be wildly different. I don't, I don't actually think that the vast majority of people expect it to be different. I, I think agree. people I buy think... it because it is the same fucking game every time. Yeah, they may um, only yeah. get like an hour a night when between their kids and like other shit, and they're like, I can play a game and I can jump in and do shit, and I know what to expect. But then why did this one sell better than any other one? Like, that's what I don't understand. Other than the only difference is, is that they claimed it was a different game. That's the only one. One of. statement doesn't necessarily mean that all of the other marketing and it was bullshit. on their box art. It's on the box art. I'm, I'm just saying there's a lot of marketing that goes into it yeah. other than that one statement. Right. So there's thousands of things that go into why it, it sells more, not just one statement on on the box or otherwise you know um i uh i feel like trying to figure out why people continue to buy call of duty is like trying to figure out why people pay for ea loot boxes it just, there's no logic involved it doesn't it like there's no describing why it's the smart move because we're trying to describe stupid things, uh, you know. Um, I'm not. I don't mean to imply that people who play Call of Duty are stupid. I just mean I don't think there's this like grand, smart scheme of investment into the Call of Duty franchise that they are playing some calculated move. It's just they enjoy Call of Duty and they buy it every year. Um, mm. So it's. I don't expect the people who play FIFA or Madden to expect things to be different. They just kind of expect it to play like Madden or play like FIFA and continue doing whatever. I found a, a site that talks about the new Warzone 2 major differences. And I mean, there is enough for a fairly large scrollable piece here. So that's just Warzone 2. I guess I don't know what's different in Call of Duty proper, but... What's going on with your camera? Yeah, your MRI camera's doesn't... glitching out there a bit, bud. Uh, <laughs> he's getting cyberpsychosis. He has too much uh, implants. Uh, any any other comments about Call of Duty? Can we shit on it anymore, or we have we beaten this dead horse enough? Um, I mean, honestly, fuck that horse. Engine. Toot toot. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, number three, the Game Award nominees have been announced. Some notable categories include Game of the Year with Stray, Horizon Forbidden West, God of War Ragnarok, Elden Ring, Xenoblade Chronicle 3, and Plague Tale Requiem getting nominations. The Best Performance category featuring Ashley E. Birch as Alloy. Uh, from Horizon Forbidden West, Charlotte McBurney as... Amicia, thank you, from uh, Plague Requiem. Uh, Christopher Judge is uh, Kratos from God of War. Uh, Man and Gage as uh, a spoiler from Immortality. Not a clue who that is. And uh, Sonny Soljic. 
I think so. We'll go with that one as uh, Atreus from God of War. Uh, check out the Game Awards website or Twitter page for a full list of nominees. Uh, Ryan, I, I know where... I, 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 it's not listed here, uh, but we do have a, a listener question later on. So I'm kind of debating just skipping to the listener question. Just get that over with. Cause, just do it. So Christian asks... Hi, Christian. What up, Christian? Hey, gents. God of War is right around the corner. Since Ryan is the only cool one, this question is for him. I resent that. Uh, How excited are you, and do you think it can surpass Elden Ring as the best game of the year? I think, since we're talking about Game of of the Year nominees, since, uh, obviously, uh, you know, God of War and Elden Ring are listed there, which do you, having played them both, which do you think wins? So first of all, I have not beaten God of War Ragnarok yet, and that's huge. So that's a big one. Uh, I still think Elden Ring is going to take it. I do. Um, just because it's... Elden Ring is like a genre-defining game. Elden Ring is like something we've never seen before. And it was pulled off flawlessly. So I do think Elden Ring is still going to take it. Um, I mean, I've gushed enough about God of War tonight, Christian. So sorry, we're like a week behind. So you wrote this question before the game came out. Um, but question on that, do you think that the fact that God of War is only available for PS5 hinders its chance? To- no, I don't. I mean, they won for Game, game of the Awards? Year in 2018 when it was a playstation exclusive for the original god of war so yeah. uh unfortunately for people who don't own a playstation um they won't find out right. why it was game of the year for another right. however many years but yeah um it I, I did. a lot more people had playstations mm-hmm. right. ps4s than there are ps5s i i that's why i definitely still think elder ring is going to take it at the game awards i'd be shocked if they didn't, I mean, I don't think any other games on this list besides those two have a chance in hell. Uh, like, who's going to vote for Xenoblade's Chronicle 3 as game of the year if on the same year Elden Ring came out? So, Weeps. Weeps Weeps. Will vote for there it. you go. Uh. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, on my personal list, do I think God of War Ragnarok might surpass Elden Ring? Yeah, I do. I think it's got a chance. So um, but as far as to the boomer mainstream somehow magically, <laughs> but uh, as far as game awards, I don't think I think Elder Ring's taking it home for sure. And really, like Josh kind of shared something in Discord the other day of people review bombing uh, Elden Ring because God of War or what was it? Elden God Ring of- sold more copies on release yes. than God yeah. of War, and so people were review review bombing. Elden Ring because yeah. internet reasons, I guess. But then again, like, like the next day, I saw people were trying to review bomb God of War because that they attacked Elden Ring first because um, people <laughs> need to get a fucking hobby. Um, <laughs> right? Um, what the fuck? Review bombing. That What's is that? their hobby. That's yeah. Their... But the crazy part, like these two games are both fucking masterpieces. Like, we're arguing about what is the better game between 
arguably two of the best games ever made, like in the history of video games. And that, that's a good problem to have. So I don't, I don't see a downside. The here. Same year. Like that's crazy. Right. In the think same about. year. Right. So I don't understand where all the hatred's coming from, or this is a good problem to have. Like if you get two games of that caliber coming out in the same year, that's fucking awesome. That's incredible. So, um, but I think, uh, just kind of going back to game awards quick, I'll get my piece out of the way. So, uh, man engage from immortality. I was really hoping she was going to be on here and I'm really glad she was. Um, It'd be dope if she won. I don't think she's going to win because you got some other major heavy hitters in there. Um, but I don't know. I can see Christopher Judge taking it. Um, Christopher Judge won like best voice actor for the 2018 version, if I remember correctly. Yes. So like with his like voice and his skill in it, I, I, I kind of expect it to be a back to back, you know? Um, I mean, I could almost see Sonny taking it too as Atreus, though. He's got a much bigger role in Ragnarok than he did in 2018's. He does a phenomenal job. The kid's a teenager, and he just knocks it out of the fucking park. So, I mean, who knows? We'll see. But I did want to just point out, main engage from Immortality. That's really cool that she got nominated. That's fucking awesome. And once again, Immortality, if you haven't played this game, another remarkable game that came out this year fucking awesome so that's that's my piece on it um seem seeing how uh none of the rest of us have played god of war i guess what are y'all's opinions on right. uh do, do you think it will win Elden Ring. Uh, <laughs> yeah i haven't played either <laughs> yeah have you played any of these games justin i don't think you have Immortality uh, Horizon. Uh, or... Oh yeah, no, no, I haven't. Yeah, you're a huge Xenoblade <laughs> fan. I know. A I know. I've heard Immortality, and then yeah, Elden Ring. Yeah, when you guys were talking shit about Xenoblade, I couldn't even tell you. Like, is that uh, got aliens from Aliens vs Predator? Yeah, no, that's a Xenomorph. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. different. different. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh Xenoblade Two was pretty good, though. Um, I've heard I feel like I played the first good. one of those a long time ago, but um, so I just had a couple of thoughts here about the Elden Ring God of War thing. I feel as if God of War is a significantly more accessible game, most likely to like the average not number of systems, number of consoles able to play it, but it's a more traditional traditional type game i guess is maybe how i would describe it um and so i i kind of wonder if that will help them in the long run because it's a it doesn't need to define a genre it does what games have been trying to do you know really really well um and so i wonder if that might help um but uh a FromSoft game, if I remember correctly, has not won a game of the year really? at the Game Awards specifically ever. I think they ever uh, have. In I fact, have. I don't know if y'all remember, but if I am not mistaken, oh. Sekiro, uh, Sekiro won. Oh, did they? Okay. If I remember correctly, Dark Souls three and twenty eighteen God of War were both the uh, game of the year 
contenders in 2018. I could be mistaken. I could be misremembering. But I remember because I had not played God of War, but I played them shit out of dark souls 3 um so so good i could be misremembering so good it is yeah it is the the best probably the it is the best of the of the dark soul games um you know i have a heart i have a a soft spot for uh dark souls one and two specifically two since that's the first one i played but um but dark souls 3 is just a better game but like across the board, it's just a like a really great game. So uh, 2018 nominees: God of War, which won; Celeste, Monster Hunter, Monster Hunter World, Red Dead Redemption Two, Assassin's mm. Creed Odyssey, and Spider Man. Oh, I must be misremembering. Um, but that that's a solid fucking I'd year. Say there's a lot of yeah. good shit. games. Holy shit! God damn! I think uh, Celeste won like best soundtrack that year, and. I remember best being indie pretty title probably best best indie title like that one a I lot of Red awards. Dead Redemption two didn't win that fuck right. that game is so good never played it never you, played it's it. so good Josh good. that game is amazing I played the first one I don't necessarily love like Western theme things again uh, I've never seen like so good. half of the Western movies y'all recommend uh, I don't know. The, the only reason I play the only reason I play um, Wild West Exodus with Justin is that I get to play demons. Uh, I like don't even play Western theme things. I'd like play spider people and demons and shit. Um, so uh, you know, westerns just have never been never been my jam. Uh, but any other thoughts about the uh, the nominees? either listed here or otherwise. Do we have a conspiracy question for me to lose? Do we have a conspiracy theory for Huff to lose? <laughs> Speaking of, though, I'm surprised you wouldn't do. like Western because of the chaps, Josh. See, the problem is, is that traditional chaps, you wear clothes under. Um, Optional. They are optional, but like, you know, in Westerns and things, they tend they tend to wear pants. Oh. And pants are the worst part about chaps. I like uh, your beard, Adam. Oh, thank you. He's got a little silver fox action going on. <laughs> I, yeah, I, uh, I think I think needs to uh, to grow it out. I've seen him with the with the big old beard and it was uh, mm-hmm. quite impressive. Um I mean, at what at one point it was like down to here, right? Jesus, I don't know that I saw like, it quite like, that long. But I think Justin may have been the only one that of this crowd have seen it that long. I've seen pictures that long, but uh, I think yours was about my length when I. They definitely look like a lumberjack. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, all right. Question: Hello. Let's do it. <laughs> Ready when you are. Ready? Okay. In 2018, what creature did a group of 33 scientists suggest was a direct descendant of organic material from outer space? A, the AA. B, the octopus. C, the star-nosed mole. Or D, the pangolin. Pangolin. 
Pangolin. I'm going to go B, yeah. That seems too obvious. Uh, Pangolin. And this is why you're going to lose, right? If you pick Did all of you take B? Everybody took B? We all took B. We all took B. Oh, well, congrats, everybody. It's the octopus. That's crazy. Uh, They're so weird. It seemed right. Just from, like, traveling out in space and, being able to like go through zero—I don't know—that seems right. So, I have read this one is one I actually knew because I have done way too much research into octopi specifically. But there is some weird, weird shit they can do. Um, so, uh, their eyes don't actually see colors like ours do with like rods and cones to be able to see normal colors so we're still unsure how they can color change so effectively um which is interesting uh so they have like cloaking technology that we Mm -hmm. don't uh and the interesting thing is instead of matching colors exactly they match patterns they can change the cells in their skin to match patterns and your brain is just like Yep, that's that's a brown rock now. All of a sudden, um, but uh, octopi, fucking dope. Uh, I could give octopi facts for They're, they are fascinating. They are very very fascinating. Yeah, I never want to encounter one in in the ocean. Uh, so I caught one on the coast of uh, Oregon. I don't remember exactly where in Oregon, but a uh, we bait went in a rock and a trap that fell on him. And he caught him. No. So we were on like a, like a deep sea fishing boat and I caught a fish. And so did the octopus, uh, was mm. on the fish that I caught. And yeah. so reeled it up and we were like, well, this is, this is dope. It's just like a normal, normal octopus, not any like of the dangerous ones. You know, like uh, in Australia, they have like the blue ringed octopus. Don't touch those. But uh, the funniest part about it was it got on Don't deck. Don't touch anything in Australia. That's a, yeah. Facts, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and so it got on deck and then was like slipping and sliding around, like trying to find a way off the deck. And it decided since it could not find it out that the best thing it was going to do was just grab on to one of the fishermen's legs uh and it was like suction cupped on there just like hanging on for dear life and so we had to spend a very good while just like prying this octopus off of his leg i'm surprised you wouldn't Um, just like have him go dip his leg in the water or something well this is big ass boat so like getting into the water would be more difficult than it's just you just push him josh it's yeah easy <laughs> yeah that's when the rest of the octopus get him uh but uh but yeah we eventually swarming the boat <laughs> yeah we eventually were able to like pry it off and then uh there was like you know those little drain holes that they have for water on boats so that they don't you know collect water on the deck it was like whoop right through one of those and we never thought again but um i don't know they're so cool i I have heard they can slip through like really crazy things. They just like their bodies, they can bring them down. It's crazy. Yep. Yeah. And so like they can fit through like a, like a quarters width of, uh, 
of holes and things. Uh, also, there was a story, this is the last one that I will quit talking about octopus, uh, where somehow in a research facility, uh, a female octopus was impregnated, but there was no male octopi in the tank. And they had no idea how it got pregnant uh, until they set up cameras. And what had happened was... That research assistant got fired real quick. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, I saw this on the episode of The Boys. Uh, I have not watched The Boys yet. With the but, deep? <laughs> uh, the, uh, the tank with the male octopus in it uh, had a twist on cap. And what the octopus would do is they would latch onto the top of the cap and then spin it the opposite direction to undo the lid, climb out and get into the female octopus's tank. And then after, you know, did the dirty, then it would go back to its tank and then reseal the cap so that the researchers did not realize that it had escaped. Um, That's some crazy thinking. Like, that's like clearly you're thinking about what you're doing. Yeah, like clearly you are smarter than the, like the average animal because uh, there's a lot of animals I could not imagine trying to open a cap of anything. Um, but uh, well, not even just opening it to like get out, but then like coming to, back and then consciously putting it back and then being like, able to concealing reseal the yeah. evidence. Yeah, like that's the interesting part about it. Yeah, so. Cool. Really Bring it back full circle to video games quick. <laughs> uh, I just went down a little bit of a rabbit hole. A Dark Souls game has never been nominated for Game of the Year at Video Game Awards. Really? How fucking crazy is that? That's weird. I'm surprised Bloodborne hasn't, but Bloodborne Dark Souls has. doesn't. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's That doesn't surprise me. The other Dark Souls, it seems a little more niche, and I can understand yeah. how it would... Like it's super good and it has a great cult following and, and like everyone has heard of the Souls things, but so I can understand is, it's never gotten game of the year. Dark but Souls, Bloodborne, that makes sense. Yeah. Dark Souls three came out in twenty sixteen. Game of the Damn. Year award nominees, Uncharted Four, Titanfall Two, Inside, Doom, and then the game that won Game of the Year was Overwatch. Dark Souls hmm. 3, not on the that list. That seems like crazy. a shit year. Uh, right? That's Overwatch wins game of the year? Holy shit. Yeah. Um, that's wild. Anyway, that's so Overwatch long ago. Out, 2016. Like... Jesus. Wild. But yeah, the only they've had Bloodborne and Sekiro nominated. And Sekiro won. So, but that's it. Hmm. Crazy. They keep stepping it up. They're, I think they're going to win again with the Elden Ring. I think they are too. I agree. Yeah. We'll find out. Yep. All right. All right. Listener questions. Pistol P wrote in. Pistol P. Pew, pew, pew. Pew, 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 I like what how Ryan actually had finger guns. He's like, pew, pew, pew. I don't uh, have to worry about hosting. I'll do what I want. Uh, <laughs> like, like you couldn't do finger guns yeah, while you're hosting. Right, right. Uh, I sorry, I can't. Chew gum and walk so, at the same time. Somebody's yeah. got to keep this train on the tracks, boys. Cheers, hell ain't me. Uh, he yeah. says, "Hey guys, happy Halloween." That really shows how long yeah. since this is written. It's been a little while. If Jason, like, Freddy Krueger, 
Chucky and the Leprechaun were coming to kill you, what video game character would you want protecting you? Um, Justin, go ahead. Kirby. <laughs> yeah, it's the perfect. It's the perfect answer. That is the perfect answer. And the best thing is, is I had that before I saw your hat. Oh, really? Nice. <laughs> my uh, my too obvious answer was uh, Kratos. Even though I've never played it, he just, from everything I've heard, sounds like he'd be a good contender to be fighting for you. And then another fun answer was, uh, since I've been playing it, but Bayek, the assassin from Origins. Oh, there you go. There you go. But, I mean, I don't know if any of these things can actually die. So Kirby would just eat them. Apparently Jason does die in the new one, I guess. It depends on the movie. Uh... Yeah. Well, the most recent, I think, is what he's saying. Yeah, the most recent. He'll come back just... in another one. Because, like, the I... original Jason, it wasn't even Jason. It was Jason's mother, like, right. didn't exist. So, like, it depends right. which which Jason we're talking about here. Um, And, like, I mean, Chucky, like, tech, the soul could just leave that doll and go to another doll i guess but it depends on which chucky we're talking right. about too could the soul leave kirby's stomach i feel like if super smash bros is canon then yes because like once they take once kirby takes some of their power then they get ejected um so <laughs> That's a Come. sentence I never thought I'd hear. If Super Smash Bros. is canon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, which which we know it's not uh, because of the storyline from Super Smash Bros. But uh, So at the uh, very least, he could eat them and hold them for a while. And let you until you get away. Get away. Yeah. And yeah. Then just constantly living he, goes, he goes to a desert. Then again, Freddy Krueger like travels through dreams so like mm -hmm. can you even flee from freddy krueger like would he exist in kirby at all i don't think so freddy's a freddy's a complicated one he's he's the fascinating one yeah he have a physical thing going with him hmm. well my answer was i would want the phantom thieves with me from there Persona, because they would go into the hearts of all of these bad guys and, like, steal their hearts, and they wouldn't be bad guys anymore somehow magically. Damn good choice. Damn good choice. Freddy Krueger is a good guy. Well, but he, he just, yeah, he'd, he'd be at peace he just and somehow, down. and he just, like, would, yeah, he wouldn't be in nightmares anymore. Yeah. And all the rest of them, I guess, but... The only yeah. problem with them is they take, like, months to do their thing like it's not just like one night that they can fix all these guys it's like oh we're gonna plan out like months because they have to go to school and right you know like do activities and other things so that's the only problem with the phantom thieves they're not really quick so <laughs> right. you know if, if your life depends on it they're probably not the best but right. you know if you get a if you get ahead of the game you know then yeah call them up there you go i like <laughs> it uh I picked Doom Guy. Like 
all these people coming at you and he just pulls out the BFG and it's game over. So <laughs> Jason's not coming back from that. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I have a hard time believing he would survive the BFG. Uh, but yeah, Doom Guy. Doom Guy's a safe bet. So Doom Guy was one of my picks as well. I also said since most of these are ghosts of people, so like Jason, Freddy, and Chucky are all like souls reincarnate. Uh, Luigi with the mm, uh, like the the that's gust, a good one uh, like, like vacuum thing. I forget what that's called, uh, but uh, um, his vacuum cleaner. Let's be real. Yeah, that's, that's what, what it is. It's a Hoover. Uh, <laughs> yeah, would be would be sweet. And honestly, if you've watched the Leprechaun movies, just don't steal his gold, and you're fine. Yeah, like right. every yeah. time people are just like greedy, and it's like the Leprechaun will not kill you. If you're not an asshole, like don't steal his shit and you're fine. So I just would not steal the leprechaun's gold and, and hope for the best. Uh, Leon Kennedy was also on the list because uh, he deals with a lot, with a lot of spooky supernatural shit and he just shoots it in the face until it quits coming after him. So like he'd be he'd be dope as well. There you go. Um, I, my runner up, but it doesn't really count because I don't think he's a video game. But after watching uh, Dream. Dream the Minecraft speedrunner is no. Uh, oh, uh, <laughs> Sandman! I'm just gonna be saying oh, Sandman. Oh, Dream. yeah, got it, yeah. got it, got it. Um, Dream, Dream could probably fuck people. him up. Well, at least definitely Freddy Krueger. I feel like Dream would beat Freddy Krueger. He's yeah. like, oh, you're trying to use dreams. Oh, I invented this shit, bitch. It like kills him instantly. Best of luck, bitch. <laughs> I mean, <Yeah>. Dream <laughs> made the original nightmares. So like he probably so made Freddy. Freddy Freddy, he would essentially have made Freddy. Uh, yeah. He's like, you're one of my creations and just like takes him away. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that I Googled the question and and one other person said Gene Gray could destroy the whole dream world of Freddy Krueger. That's fair. Hmm. Or Wanda Maximoff, too. Scarlet Witch. Yeah, Scarlet Witch would probably do the same thing. She could probably take all of them. Right. Oh, yeah, for sure. Especially, like, Gene Gray, like, Phoenix-level Gene Gray could just, like, make the world not exist. You don't have to worry about the bad guys because nothing exists anymore. Um, (laughs) You can die. You can die. You can die. (laughs) Yeah. Everybody dies. (laughs) Uh, Adam, probably not our Adam, but we never know. We never know. We still uh, don't know to this day. It could be. It might be. I it Adam. might be. I'm looking at you. I Adam. <laughs> what about him? Uh, is it, uh, if you went trick-or-treating and all you got were Almond Joys, Apples, and Twizzlers, how many houses would you burn down? Adam, you go first. You're our resident foodie. Uh... I wouldn't burn any of them down, but I would definitely do the slow, weird, long con to like fuck with them mentally, like leave them an almond joy on their like doorstep every single day until like the next Halloween. And then and then like the last one is just like an almond joy with a knife in it or something. I don't know. Something really fucked up, but no, inside the mouth of a severed deer head. (laughs) Yeah, like something really fucked up the last time around, but no. Their prize how race dare, horse how head. How dare they? How dare they? Ooh, Cam said, "Put fish under their deck." There you go. Let put one say. minnow under their deck every day for 365 days. There you go. 
Right. Like that. Kids left eggs in Mrs. Riggie's class. Really? (laughs) That's hilarious. You don't remember that? I don't remember that. That might have been after I graduated. I don't remember that. Yeah, I came back from summer vacation and her room was closed. They couldn't figure out why. And some kids put on like the last day of school a bunch of eggs in like her filing cabinets in the very back. Oh uh, no. <laughs> Dude, I I stole so many free pizzas. <laughs> you to fundraisers out. with Godfather's pizza. And you bet it's just like this fucking certificate and you just hand it to Godfather's and they give you a free pizza, that's all it is. And she kept them in her office and I stole I don't even know how many. We had free pizza for months. It was unreal. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know this podcast is recorded, right? Uh, yeah, whatever. It's, it's, it's statute, statute, of statute of limitations at this yeah. point. Yeah, we're safe. Nice. Oh shit! All right. Anyway, sorry. Uh, uh, what do you got? Yeah, Rad. What do you got? Uh, I'd burn down the whole neighborhood because that's awful, and it would just be like the. Charlie Brown Christmas, where he's got his head down with the sad music playing as he's walking by. That would be me with my bag full of this non-candy. And then I would turn into the Joker, and I would just end everybody. Because, first of all, people actually do that. like, And they are proud of it, that they hand out like apple slices. And they brag about it. It's like vegans. Like, you're not going to shut the fuck up about it. And they brag about handing out apple slices at Halloween because it's a healthier option. And I'm just like, go fuck yourself. You're the worst. Everyone on your block hates you. Everyone. <laughs> like, I just, those people, those kind of people drive me insane. So I would burn down the entire neighborhood if that were the case. That's my answer. Nice. Ryan fills his candy bag with those apples and just knocks on the door and just starts beating people prison style with oh, yeah right like so it's just a tube sock. tube sock full of apples uh <laughs> nice guessing uh, what do you got i mean i wouldn't be super happy but i'd eat the almond joys and twizzlers i don't know how many apples i could eat before they'd go bad but Again, free, free, free. <laughs> That's a, m- a much nicer answer. Uh, no, no beating, no beating required. Uh, I mean, I would definitely pick a new neighborhood next year. <laughs> Go to the rich neighborhoods. Them. Yeah, yeah. Like you have the audacity to not even give us red vines. You did Twizzlers. You cheap motherfucker. I, I don't know. I'm over it. We're moving on. Halloween's over. So, the trick or treat. so for me, it depends on the apple. Um, if they're like honey crisp, of course it does. Of like it some does. pink ladies. Let's go. Yeah, like a honey crisp, <laughs> a sweet tango. You know, like a good apple. I like the shit Here's, out of that. I love apples. He's like, here's a red a, delicious. And he's Granny like, Smiths are fine. <laughs> I enjoy them. Don't go out of my way to buy them, but I would take one for free. If it is specifically. Uh, a red delicious apple. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Then my answer is one hundred and four thousand six hundred and sixteen. <laughs> Jesus, um, that's specific. The reason that that is uh, the census for the number of households in the Cedar Rapids metro area 
last time that it was uh, pulled. Minus one house because I live there and I'm not going to burn my own house down. Uh, so, yeah. So 104,616. Um, granted, there's probably been some houses since this census. Um, so, give or take. but um, Plus or minus 100 or so. Yeah. Um, but that that's my answer. Um, even if they, but, like, even if I didn't go to those houses, like, they deserve it. Josh, don't you you keep cutting out, Ryan. Yeah, you cut out. Can you hear me? Yes. yes. Oh, don't you feel like you would need to burn down your own house? Like, because otherwise they're coming. They they kind of probably have an idea of who did it. No. I feel like the the like just sheer destruction on such a high level, like they're going to be like, wow, this guy really lucked out. Um, <laughs> you know, like. Because I've just been like, you know, <laughs> mid-November, just you know, watering all the bushes and grass and my 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 lawn, and you know, just happened to spray the roof a little bit, keep everything uh, moist, and uh, you know, my house didn't light on fire. So, um, so we October. Uh, oh, I said November, but like. Because you got to plan. You know how long it's going to take to light 104,000 houses? You started a year ago. Super long con. No, because I mean, like, because October 31st, you know, is when I'm getting the shitty apples. And then, you know, it's going to take me a couple days, 10, 15 days to light all these houses on fire. Um, And also, I don't know if this is entrapment, Adam, but. If there's large, large fires, it was not me. I don't know what you're talking about. I've never even met a fire. We've never, never we've never met. Uh, yeah, yeah, not at all. <laughs> all right, pick of the week. Uh, I'll go ahead and uh, get your God of War out of the way, Ryan. Uh, my pick of the week's not God of the War because I haven't beaten it yet. Chiaki. So once I beat it. Once I beat it, it'll be on there. Elden Ring was your pick of the week before you beat that's it. True. Like I know what you talked true. about. <laughs> uh, but I have a different pick of the week too. Um, so, uh, comedy special on Netflix. Bill Burr live at the Red Rocks. Unbelievably funny. Uh, like like piss your pants funny. Very good. Very very. Fun. I love Bill Burr. I've always loved Bill Burr. His show F is for Family on Netflix is fucking hilarious. If you haven't seen it, um, it's got uh, Justin Long's in it. He plays one of the kids. But anyways, that show's really funny. But uh, yeah, Bill Burr, Live at the Red Rocks, comedy special. He's like my favorite comedian right now, dude. He's so fucking funny. Uh, I mean, he hits on a lot of topics. If you're a little bitch who gets triggered, I wouldn't probably watch it. But uh, he uh, he goes after everybody. That's the best part. He doesn't give a fuck who you are. He goes after everybody. So. Um, but yeah, check it out. I feel like comedy specials. Is there any Baker out. jokes? There's no Baker jokes, so I guess <laughs> it doesn't go after, after everyone. everyone. Yeah, <laughs> right. Um, I yeah, love how dark his humor is. It's so oh, yeah. fucking good. So, have well. you seen Red Rocks yet? I haven't seen that one. No, uh, okay. I've seen I've seen a couple clips, but I haven't seen the uh, the whole thing yet. But uh, so, what's crazy is my buddy from work, Tim. I was telling him about it. I'm like, oh my God, you got you gotta watch this. And he's like, Oh, I was there. And I was like, What? 
He's like, I was at the taping. I'm like, are you for real? He's like, yeah, totally by accident. Uh, they recorded it the day before. He is a diehard Minnesota Gophers fan, season ticket holder. And they went to the Gopher Colorado game, which was the first game of the year. They drove to Colorado. And uh, they went to the game, and his uncle was like, I've never seen Red Rocks. I don't care who's there. If it's some folk band, I don't give a fuck. We're going to Red Rocks. It just happened to be Bill Byrne. He was at that taping. I'm like, that's fucking awesome. That's Red Rocks sweet. is fucking beautiful. So if you I ever get a chance, is. like, yeah. I saw Beats Antique there a few years ago. Um, nice. And it's so fucking good. I've been there twice now. Nice. Um, but it, uh, it is the like my favorite venue I've ever been to in any location, just purely scenery. Uh, it's so beautiful, but sweet. Cool. All right. That's mine. You want to go Adam? Well, grounded now that we got all the way through it. That's so good. I mean, so good. I kept playing even after we beat it. Sweet. That's it. Honey, I shrunk the kids. Go play it. Survival game. It's amazing. Yeah. Mine is also grounded. And I have to say that one of the biggest reasons that it gets the pick of the week, and I hope every single survival and any sort of game that comes out with any... I mean, it'd probably work best for survivals, but the way that they did their save files and the fact that like I started the world, but then they released a patch that you could then share the save. And so it hosted on their servers. And then anyone that we shared it with could then host the game and play without the normal host being there. That's so nice. if Adam wanted to play, it's, if it's I wasn't amazing. on, he could and vice versa. And it was a, the same persistent world. It's just a much needed feature. And I think that every upcoming game that's a survival game needs to have that feature there's zero reason now why every single game that comes out shouldn't have this feature the bar has been set uh it has and honestly it was so it's such a great feature it's amazing that the world progression of the game they really like there were parts where it took Adam and I time to figure out what the hell we should be doing. But for the most part, it was relatively obvious just from the progression of what you had and what you were able to kill. So you could kind of tell if you were in the wrong spot and you are missing something. If you couldn't do a certain feature and like you needed the different levels of axes or shovels or whatever to get the resources to get on, you know what I mean? But the game was just like could almost even be classified as a horror game because <laughs> I can't even for tell some you. people. <laughs> Dude, I, I can't tell you how many times I was playing and like a spider or something jumped out of me when I wasn't expecting it, and I literally pushed my like keyboard and mouse away and like spun and threw a weapon on accident just out of straight fear, <laughs> like a lot of. Times it jump scared me, and it's not a jump scare game. Yeah. The environment was awesome. Unique. Characters were fun. The voice lines were fun. 
if you like survival games, Grounded is it's it's amazing. Yeah, and it's It's Game Pass, right? Yeah, Game Pass. There you go. Exit Subsidian. So we were even joking. We were gonna invite you, Ryan. Like if we didn't get the last without like any spoilers, there's like a last thing to beat the game. If we didn't get it on our second time, we're like, we need to recruit people. We're going to invite Ryan and just give him like all this good gear and weapons and stuff. And here, just come kill stuff with us to there like beat the game. Nice. <laughs> nice. So you didn't have to do any building or anything. There you go. I'd have been down. <laughs> I mean, a lot of times Adam didn't even do. I mean, he helped me build and gather and stuff, but there were times where I would be building for an hour or two and he was just out killing and collecting stuff so i don't know you don't really need a huge base to have a good time in that game yeah you you definitely don't like i'm playing like the solo game i'm playing right now like my whole base is pretty much done in like a three by three square and like that's everything that i'm keeping and i managed to have all the crafting and scrape by (laughs) nice Anything else? Yeah, that was my that was my pick of the week. What about you, Josh? So I mentioned that I played a board game. I started Oathsworn. Um, so that's the one that you got a stupid amount of boxes for. Yeah, you can't see it, but this like (laughs) three feet tall. That doesn't even include the main game. Um, there's more to it than even that. Uh, so. There's two phases. So if you think of like Kingdom Death Monster, there's like the boss fight phase fight, and there's the settlement phase where you craft gear and do shit like that. Uh, this also is split into two phases. So the first one is like the story phase, and it's like a choose your own adventure type, make decisions, and that will affect the outcome, uh, which will either help or hinder you once you get closer and closer to the boss. Um, And so far the story has been really, really good. Um, But then there's the boss battle. Um, And it is, it's hard. It's, it's a very hard game. Uh, The rules are easy uh, to understand, but um, it's like crushingly hard. So um, I fought the, um, I fought the the brood mother, which uh, I unfortunately did not think about getting out of the box to to show you what it looks like. But imagine just a giant rat covered in a bunch of smaller rats, um, and uh, lost unfortunately. Um, but it is a very very good game. Uh, like I can tell like early on that if it continues at this pace, if it continues being super good, um, it'll be one of the get like best games I've played tabletop wise. Um, you played a lot of games. So it, uh, you know, so far I've only completed the first story, um, and fought the first boss. Uh, so there's still plenty of content that I have not. But if it continues at this pace, I'm I'm super looking forward to it. Um, and one thing that's interesting really quick about combat is there's like a push your luck type scenario where you get a certain amount of dice 
uh, f with your gear, but then you also get to choose up to 10 additional dice uh, that you can just choose. But if you get two blanks, you just fail the attack. Uh, so, like, the more dice you roll, the more damage you can do, but also you have some bad luck. But also, instead of choosing the dice, you can choose cards uh, that have a set number, you know, zero to, to three in them. And so you can choose, let's say you've already used all of the high value cards and you know in the remaining five cards there's a couple of zeros, then you can choose to switch from the cards to the dice or from the dice to the cards to adjust your luck. Um, and just a very interesting uh, gameplay mechanic. Combat is a little interesting, so you have to, when you use skills or spells uh then they go into spell slots and then you have to use other spells that use that slot to move them farther and farther down the chain until they restore so you have to like try to choose your skills in the correct order even if they're not the most efficient for damage um it'll be a game that i it'll take a really long time to learn what like the most efficient thing is um, so just really looking forward to, uh, uh, playing some more of it and, uh, getting further so in the campaign. Would, and, uh, tie. It, yeah. Would it be hard to, like, if I came over to play, would you be able to add to it? Uh, so you can swap in and out characters at will. Um, so we're playing four full characters right now. Uh, so you could just control one of them. Or if we decided, that that was too much work then we could there's like companions which are simplified versions of characters we could do like each of us had one character but we had a companion for the fourth um which has its own easier mechanics and things like that and then let's say like you know uh, you came over, we played something, and then Tyler couldn't come the next week. Uh, then we can swap out his character with like uh, uh, another character. Um, the way that it works is each chapter is their level. So if you're on chapter five, your characters are on level five. You have the level five gear. Uh, you just get better as the story progresses. And so you can easily just swap in and out characters uh, at will. Um, so um, we probably wouldn't do the story phase again because we already know that, right? Uh, but like right now we need to still beat that boss. It says you can just continue if you lose against the boss if you're playing kind of easier modes, but that's decimal bullshit. You should actually have to beat the boss. So uh, we're just going to try the boss again and then mark on our score sheet that we, we lost the first time. But How long did it take you guys to play what you did? Uh, probably three or four hours. Um, and the reason kind of like kind of like Rivals uh, had we known how to play it probably would have been 45 minutes 45 minutes story phase and, and combat phase. Uh, but Jeff's just cutting out. No. Oh boy. Can you hear me now? Go. 
Nope. Take that as a nope. You're kind of hard. Oh, now you're back. Can you hear me now? Yes. Okay. Uh, really quick. Uh, had we known the rules, I think the story... I think the story would take 45 minutes, and then the combat would take 45 minutes to an hour. Uh, but because we were learning it and still looking up rules and still trying to figure out what we wanted to do, it took significantly longer. That makes sense.